Welcome to day 341, Shaped by the Word, season two, the drama of scripture. We've completed the book of Acts. We've traveled all the way to Rome with Paul and and seen um, God continue to work. You know, you get the, the note at the beginning of Acts where it says, um, you yeah, this is what Jesus continued to do. And, you know, his first book, he, he talked about all that Jesus began to do. But in, in the book of Acts, we see all that Jesus continued to do through the church. You know, as the Spirit comes and powers the church, the proclamation of the gospel, we followed with Paul. Uh, and, and we saw a lot of his ministry, a lot of his suffering. We were just joking about what, what, what you know, what did Paul look like? Hmm. You know, he would have had scars and bruises and constantly beaten. Um, but when, when we also have, you know, We've walked through Acts. We also have a lot of Paul's letters, and you know we know that Paul went and planted a lot of churches. But part of his ministry also was this continuing to strengthen them and encourage them and um, exhort them and correct false teachings and those sort of things. Uh, and so you have um, a letter today that is you know one of his most famous one that we dearly love, and it's a letter to the Ephesians. He he writes this letter to a church that he loves, a church in Ephesus. Um, and the first chapter, which, which we'll be in um, today, is, is a really I mean, it's one of those incredible chapters. You mm-hmm. begin to realize that much of it is just one sentence. You know, it's just like this <laughs> run-on paragraph sentence that Paul can't put down the pen. He's just excited, um, and, and we'll see exactly why. It's a it's a great passage. But as we dive into Ephesians, um, Katie, would you pray for us? Sure. Father, thank you for the work that you have done in Paul's life and and all the ways that that work continues to, um, to work in our hearts and that we're deeply encouraged by books like Ephesians letters like this, um, that Paul wrote to this specific church, but also, um, full of truths that we'll see, um, that encourage us as well. Um, just about our spiritual inheritance that we've been given in Christ. Um, so as we read, God, I just pray that you would meet us, um, that you would encourage us, that you would convict us, Holy Spirit, and that you would um, continue to transform our hearts into the likeness of Jesus. That's um, in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ephesians 1, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he has lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be the, for the Uh, might be for the praise of his glory. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you are marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing, guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, 
to the praise of his glorious uh, to the praise of his glory for this reason ever since i heard about your faith in the lord jesus and your love for all god's people i have not stopped giving thanks for you remembering you in my prayers i keep asking that the god of our lord jesus christ the glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Yeah, great. A great start to a great letter. <laughs> you know, as Paul writes, this is one of those letters that was written um, when Paul was uh, you know, in jail. And, and so you have kind of the, you know, you, you just see Paul's pastoral concern as he writes to this church. Mm-hmm. You know, he's helping them navigate issues. He's teaching them um, just how incredible their salvation is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really, you, you'll hear people talk about Ephesians being divided up in a couple of ways. You know, the first three chapters are really just gospel content. Paul's diving into the, the riches we have in Christ Jesus. And then the last three chapters are kind of the application of that, how the gospel you know, this is what the gospel is. This is how the gospel takes root, you know, and the fruit that it brings. Uh, and so here we have the first chapter, you know, Paul kind of jumps right into the deep end, you know, that verse three, praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the hev- heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And that's going to be that in Christ is going to be a phrase we see um, throughout, uh, you know, Paul's letters, mm-hmm. this idea of union with Christ or being found in him is a key theme in Paul's letters. Um, but I mean, this is a marvelous statement. And so as y'all read this, uh, what are some things that stand out to you? The one thing that grabs me is, you know, you kind of read this first, you know, the first chapter here and you're like, my goodness, like that's a lot of theology, man. Yeah. Like he's just moving from, you know, redemption to predestination, to sonship, forgiveness of sins. And, and, and then he's talking about, you know, the purpose of God's will. And, but he says several times, he actually be, kind of begins and ends and, but this is to the praise of God, to the praise of his glorious name. Mm-hmm. And so it's just another good reminder that theology should always lead to doxology. And if it's not, we're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, that theology is always meant, and especially this gospel theology, right? It's meant to stir our hearts and our affections and be like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe this is true. Mm-hmm. And it's in that that we actually begin to worship, not just you know Sunday with the three songs we sing, mm-hmm a heart of worship and that how's that happen well it's in it's in paul's prayer right i pray the eyes of your heart you know may be open that you can so again even the theology leading to doxology which is worship and praise is a gift of god in and of itself in our hearts to, to do that work yeah. so we can see that here it's kind of cool it's it's fun to come into ephesians from acts because we see how many times he says of christ jesus in christ you know and and we, re- I don't know, I feel like I get a better sense of why it's so important. It's because, I mean, Jesus is, he is the fulfillment of prophecy. He is the one who completely changed Paul's trajectory. And 
he's the key. And um, without the key, none of it really matters. And um, so I love that Paul just continues to point this this Ephesian church to the source of these good things, to the reason of these for these good things, um, and the one who the one who continues to provide, and it's Christ Jesus. But um, and that's so good. And just man, what an encouragement to us it is. I love his prayer for them. Um, verse 17, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. He's praying that, I mean, to make it super simple, he's praying that these people would know God better. Mm -hmm. And the Trinity is right there, um, in that one sentence, but wow, what a prayer that, that he prays for them and what a prayer that that we can pray for our children, for the next generation, for our students, um, for the people that we are, um, that God has given us to disciple, that they would just know him better. I mean, how beautiful is that? It's simple, but it's beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the fun things about reading Ephesians coming right off of, you know, Acts 28 yesterday is we left Paul you know, in Rome under house arrest and he's there for years, you know, what, two years it says, mm-hmm. preaching the gospel unhindered. And you kind of wonder, like, what was he, you know, just like, does he just, what else was he doing? Yeah, but this letter was written under that house arrest, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so we know that one of the things that Paul was doing, not only was he preaching the gospel boldly to the people who were right there present with him, but also strengthening and encouraging the churches, you know, writing these letters, praying for the people, you know, not not just prayers of like, hey, would you help me get out of house arrest, pray for me. But but Paul's deep prayer is that you know yes the the people the whole you know the holy people of God the saints would come to know God more and more and more that their knowledge of Him would grow their love for Him would grow um, they would see Him in all of His glory you know, and respond to Him appropriately that that God in all things would get glory and so you just have to love you know kind of we're, we're seeing not just a letter of like you were talking about a letter of theology but you we're we're seeing. The theology that leads to worship, mm-hmm. you know, from the pen of Paul as he lives this out in the midst of a great suffering, you know, great um, yeah. trial and, and great success and abundance as well. I mean, he's seeing great things happen there in Rome as he's preaching the gospel. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's just a, I think it's a, a great reminder, you know, of mm-hmm. what this what this great theology looks like lived out. Mm-hmm. That it leads to worship, it leads to great prayers, it leads to great faith, it leads to strengthening. Can we just like? take a minute and just list out all the things that he tells us we have in Christ. Like, oh my goodness. I mean, we have every spiritual blessing. Um, no big deal. Um, but we've been, we've been seated with Christ. Um, we've been chosen. Um, let's see what else we've been, we've been given the power, um, of Christ, the same, the same spirit, um, that raised Christ from the dead and um, authority. So wh- what are the, some of the other things that we've been given just in this adoption chapter? Sonship. Yeah. Hope, riches of a glorious inheritance. I mean, There's even so the, the eyes things. to see all this and know all oh, this. Oh, also the Holy Spirit. <laughs> in verse 13, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. I mean, man, we have been given so much in Christ and it's just so easy. If 
if you're like me, it's very easy to focus on the negative in, in the day. So I can be very negative, especially if I'm stuck at home all day or quote stuck at home. Um, and so this is just such a wonderful reminder to my heart that I have so much, I have been given more than I could even imagine in Christ. And, um, to, to set my eyes on, on those things instead of, um, focusing on, on the things that aren't going my way. Um, man, I, I love that I've been chosen. I'm so grateful that I've been chosen and grateful that I've been given the Holy Spirit, um, who I love it is, is a seal of, um, let's see, when you believed you're marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, a seal that, um, reminding us of what he will continue, what he will do someday that, um, deposit, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's a great letter, and it'll be fun to continue to walk through it. Unfortunately, we we break until until next week, but yeah. we have some psalms to read for this weekend, and um, you know we'd love to invite you to continue to pray for the the Sunday gathering and mm-hmm. you know, join us as we edify one another and and we enter into this the very riches we have in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Let's pray, Father. Our prayer is the same as Paul's prayer. We we ask. Um, Father, that you would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we may know you better and that the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened um, in order that we may know the hope to which you've called us, um, the riches of the glorious inheritance you've given us. Um, Father, that we may know your incomparably great power at work in us. And we thank you for Christ Jesus, who right now is the head of the church, who is sovereignly working out all things, who is ruling and reigning over all things for the church. And and Father, we ask you would continue to fill us in every way, um, that you may get glory, um, that our joy may be complete in you, um, Father. And we may find um, everything um, that you've called us to to do and to be, um, that we may find that um, in Christ Jesus as we live as your people and um, in this place. Father, empower us. Um, Thank you for this reminder. Thank you for... um, Paul and, and his faithfulness to, to not only follow you, but, but also um, to, to declare the, the praises of your marvelous grace to those around him. Um, Father, it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.